Hello everyone and welcome to this special episode of the GM Breakout Podcast. We are continuing our playthrough of the Dark Archives mini-adventures. This week we are beginning Shaking the Helping Hand by Jabari Weathers, with part 2 premiering sometime later this month. And hopefully each month we will bring you a new adventure from this Dark Archive book. Or as Niles would put it, the dimly lit archive. Take it away, Dylan. Hello everyone, welcome back to the GM Breakout Podcast. My name is Dylan, I will be the GM for this adventure, and today we are carrying on working our way through the dark archives. I'm joined by three of our players today. We've got Aina, who's playing <laughs> Prick Astley, unless she barred. <laughs> yes, that's me, Prick Astley. I'm good and I'm excited, of course, mm -hmm. but uh, Prick has gone through some changes since last time. He is now uh, sporting some very fashion appropriate glasses makes him Ooh. look very smart he's also uh, carrying a wooden staff with a topped with something that looks like uh, a brain gross you've got a brain <laughs> on the staff yes well a polished wooden staff that bears a swirling motif reminiscent of the folds of a brain is it used for braining people maybe <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. We've also got Greg, who is playing Sir Niall's head, a human thaumaturge, with Jeremy the Riding Drake. <laughs> yes, as Sir Niall's head is also a cavalier. I'm not bad at all. I'm quite excited to a uh, throw down. Hmm. As a uh, Sir Niall's head has purchased a war saddle, oh. following, <laughs> following the, the previous things. Now this time, if he gets knocked out, Jeremy can still carry him away to safety. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. And finally, we've got Kevin playing Antonio, a catfolk swashbuckler. Yes, I am ready to not steal anything again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, last time on the Dark Archives, we had the Beach of Birchfrost, where you guys uh, came across the actual Dark Archives, the book, after it was uh, trying to be stolen by Antonio, and it uh, sort of escorted you away to Birchfrost, a very cold uh, little fishing village uh, on the lake of mist and veils. And they were getting... Haunted by a strange rumoured beast of, of different descriptions, you managed to, to track it through the forest and determined it was a, a rumoured cryptid, which uh, was a sort of a creature that changed based on people's perceptions of it. So you uh, came up with a very smart plan of um, creating a lovely little song that uh, people could sing and it would um, change it from a, a, a horrible beast to a nice sort of guardian of, of the village. Uh, and, and it went very smoothly. Yeah, and uh, as Greg uh, pointed out off camera, it's now a socialist paradise, <laughs> this village. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> very good. And that was that was back when you guys were level three, and we have now leveled up to level five. Whoa, we've jumped ahead quite far. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We're going to outpace the main campaign at this rate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, by next episode, we're probably going to be higher level. Level A, level 7 or 8 or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the, the, these adventures, you jump around in levels and you don't have to do much to level up. But I, I am imagining your characters have done, you know, gone back to sort of their usual life after that. Like, the, the book would have brought you back to the, the library in Absalom. And then you probably would have um, been like, oh, oh that, was, that was a weird adventure. And then maybe Niles locked it back up. Wait, no, Aino, you were the yes. library. He locks it back. Prick Astley, who works in a library and does part-time musical work, locks it back up and, uh, and probably, yeah, probably keeps an eye on it occasionally, but uh, most of the time I think you go back to your everyday 
life. Mm -hmm. So you'll uh, go around uh, probably still annoying people in taverns with your singing. <laughs> I'm never going to give that up. <laughs> God damn it. God damn <laughs> it. And you forgot about that thing. <laughs> it begins. <laughs> what would N Niall's head have uh, gone back to doing? He would have gone back to his own library. The Valdid Lasquid oh. Biblioteca. <laughs> And uh, Antonio has probably gone back to thieving, trying to steal a few of more course not. goodies around. Antonio is a legit citizen, an upstanding citizen even. Yes, I see swashbuckler, I see street urchin background, <laughs> I see very good thievery. I'm sure you're an upstanding citizen. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, like probably a fair few months, or maybe in like an, a whole year have passed to get you up to level the level you are at. Makes sense that it's been a little bit of time. One day, I think, um, I think Prick Astley, you're the closest to this dark archive. You're uh, cleaning up your library one day and you, um, you just hear, hear some whispering sound coming from the restricted section at the back. Like, oh. Can I go a little closer? Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing that for audacity to pick up. <laughs> Yes, you can uh, go go closer and as you go around sort of the restricted section, you, you hear it coming from that the weird sort of leather-bound book with all the sigils written on that you, you found last time. And I, I think it's probably been dormant since that time, probably about a year or so ago, but uh, you see it sort of rattling ever so slightly. Can I discern any of the whispers? Make a very quick perception check. Okay. Let's see. I did it as quickly as I could. That was very fast. That was very, very efficient. You just hear... And then more whispering. Hmm. That sounds pretty weird. <laughs> hmm. Well, maybe I'll just investigate this then. Can I go touch the book? Unlock it? Yeah, you can unlock it. And as you do, it, it, you, you can open it and it, it suddenly sort of... I was going to say slams open, but it slams shut. Well, violently opens <laughs> onto a, a, a specific page. And you can see lots of text there. But as, as you do, you don't feel anything. You're fine. But um, mm. wherever Niles and Antonio are, you get the, the sensation of just suddenly feeling very, very sleepy again. No matter what you're doing. like you're <laughs> Niles is probably in the middle of a cup of tea in an armchair somewhere. Antonio is probably on a rooftop somewhere trying to sneak out of a building. I don't know. <laughs> He's doing just... legal business of moving stuff where they should be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but both of you suddenly feel very, very, very sleepy and, and you just can't help but drift off again. Quite like the, I think you know it's the same sensation you had last time, where it feels like you're being carried away through some like hypnotic lights and uh, and uh, sort of a dark void, just like you're drifting through a Microsoft screensaver. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly you are... Uh, Awaken with a very sort of violent shake awake and um, nothing's happened for, for Prick but actually I, I think you uh, just hear a whooshing sound from behind you and suddenly on the floor right behind you in your library you see two very familiar people oh. Is there also a riding drake? Yeah, uh, yeah, and the Drake, sure. As well. <laughs> we can't have an adventure without Jeremy I just sorted those shelves You see two familiar people and a, a drake <laughs> I hope he doesn't poop in here, as Jeremy is wont to do. <laughs> oh, we have that problem a lot. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, this was not my intent. It, it caught my attention, and it seems to have summoned you guys here. Wakey, wakey! Wait, wait, wait. Oh, 
I recognize you. <laughs> Let this be the hour when we draw swords together. <laughs> <laughs> it's been um, it's been about a year since you've probably seen each other last. Uh, uh, Einar, your uh, sorry, Prickassi's song you wrote has become a hit single mm. around. Um, <laughs> was it where was it? Bel- Belkazan? What, what's Belkazan? Belkazan. I was close. Wherever we were last time, it's become a bit of a hit up there. <laughs> He's cashing in on the royalties. <laughs> oh no, you're not getting paid for it. Oh, it's a. I mean, it's a. It's a nursery rhyme you created. People well, are just telling it free of charge. <laughs> damn it. Anyway, as as these people appear, you turn your attention back to the book and and you you watch as things are getting like written on the pages in front of your eyes. What does it say? Very Tom Riddle style. <laughs> What's it say? Uh, it says, "Seek out the Z's." Verses. Verses. How's that spelled? Well, you can read it off the pages. Is this an American yes. English thing or a V I R Z H E E S? Verses. It's two words. Verges. Verges. Yes. And so, and then it continues after that. Seek out Verses. Comma, an esoteric collector who has helped me keep tabs on connections in Absalom. And then, full stop. And then, I fear she may have gotten in over her head. And then, full stop. And that's just written as you're reading it. Okay, I'll uh, go get a quill and ink. Okay. Should have some close. And I'll write back, who are you? I think you just get three, three letters back. You get a, a K, you get an H, and you get a W. K-H-W. And then it starts the entire... Kisses, hugs, and... <laughs> I'm not going to say it! And then you, you get the message back over and again. wieners. Kisses, hugs, and wieners, yes. That's better than what I would have suggested. <laughs> <laughs> Kingdom of Heaven Warfare? Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, it's a video game. Does this tell you guys anything, K-H-W? I don't know. What do we know with a esoteric law world? Give us a roll. Once again, using... Probably a secret, secret roll. I will do an Absalom lore roll, in case it's someone from Absalom, since we are in Absalom. Okay, well, um, I think, I think, Niles, you probably don't remember any, any, you don't remember anything too much, but I think you, probably from the last time you were here a year or so ago, you probably spotted that those initials were also on the, on the front of the Dark Archives book. Mm-hmm. So possibly, you know, it's probably, I don't know, whoever collected these notes and cases together. Antonio, you rolled an, an Absalom ch- law check. I don't think you know too much, but I also think you you, ha- you realise there's a connection between the, the initials and the Pathfinder Society. You feel like you might have heard those initials somewhere before something to do with the Pathfinder Society. Something I might have read on some paper I have legally obtained. Mm. <laughs> okay, if it just keeps repeating this thing, then I will also write where can we find this ver... Z's. <laughs> Such a weird name to say, isn't it? Yeah. Zahis? No, it's a ZH. ZH is a Z sound. I don't know. We could put like a, an apostrophe in there. Fantasy always needs more apostrophes. <laughs> <laughs> it does! You're so like right. John John or whatever that <laughs> John. is called. Yeah. I will add the other that I have read somewhere, those initial. Really? They are also the same author as previously. You know, back in the first episode. Oh, oh, oh yes. 
<laughs> What's an episode? <laughs> Is it valuable? <laughs> I think also with your Absalom skill check that you rolled, I know you're only really meant to do one one topic, but I think you uh, see in the name the Verzies, you'd know that they're a pretty well-known elven merchant in Absalom. Her pride and joy is her collection of curios that she has uh, collected together over over many many years. Modus, she's a uh, very good sort of at negotiation skills. She's not a politician herself, but she does get involved in, in politics. You know, she is a uh, often often used as like a mediator in certain disputes. And I think you know probably more like than likely that she she lives somewhere in the in the petal district. So I will also let the other know about this information that seems more appropriate. What is this Petal District? You don't know? You haven't spent no. time in Absalom? I'm often here on a flying visit. You know, you stop at one place, you get transported to another part, a part of the world. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well. That's what you mean when you said travel in, yes. <laughs> it's a very lush and green area in the northeast. It's, I think, isn't it like one of the, one of the more sort of uh, noble areas of, of Absalom. It's where all the nobles live. Now, I know it's named because there's lots of rows of flowers that run down all the, all the paved streets. They're very, very popular, but also it's, it's very expensive to live there. Well, should we just go ask around, see if we can find this ver? I mean, we did some good when these, this dimly lit book sent us on <laughs> last time. <laughs> that sounds like this. an excellent idea, Prick, of House Astley. Yes. Do I have to say something mean now to live up to the name? I don't understand. Why would you have to say something mean? <laughs> it is just your name. Well, thank you for being the only one who acknowledges that fact. <laughs> it is just a name. And some deep lore right now. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll go and try and find the Petal District and see what we can learn. You uh, make your way into the Petal District. I, I also want to say it's. I think it's... Um, Probably it's not like late, like late in the day. It's probably like early afternoon at this point when you were, were hearing those whispers. You're probably spending the day cleaning up your your little library that you've got. Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. can, before we leave, uh, <laughs> can I make another binding vow? Sure. I'm gonna say that I vow to fulfill any quest that this magical book sends me on, including finding <laughs> verses. Okay. If you say that out loud, I think we all take that as a bit hasty. Yeah, I'll just do whatever this weird Matt Talking book tells me to do. Yeah, well, it went fine last time, and... Uh, Did we almost died? Yeah, <laughs> not good, that's fine. But we didn't. You didn't. Very good. Very. I like the optimism here. Yeah, and all those <laughs> present intrinsically know that this now binds me. I can't wow. break it. I have so to do it. what if you just never find out where... This ver lives. Well, it will suck me, I guess. <laughs> you failed a vow. Oh no! And you have to give up your swashbuckler jo- dreams. I'm not a swashbuckler. It's not a swashbuckler. No, that's I'm the no, swashbuckler. Is a swashbuckler. <laughs> I'm mixing things up. He's a bard. <laughs> you must never sing again. I'll have to give up your bard dreams. Oh no! Drop out of college. Oh no! It's not going to take you hard to figure out where where this ver would be. You can like stop people on the streets and say oh yeah do you know where this person is and i'm sure most people in absalom will be like yes yeah, that way like you can just ask people and work your way through Excellent. and you you you'd eventually maybe take you like an hour or so to to, to figure out where it is and, and actually get there i think eventually you come across a, a fairly nice looking estate 
in uh, in the Petal District. Pretty pretty wealthy looking. When you arrive, there is uh, just a singular guard outside. I actually have a picture of this guard. I will put it in our Discord. It looks like a Skyrim NPC. It's just yeah. being like lifted out. Hey, you! You're finally awake. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> Well, greetings, good sir. Mind you, if we uh, inquire as if this is where Miss... Mrs. Z's lives? He sort of looks you up and down. He sees a little cactus. He sees an old human with a dragon. A drake, sorry. And he sees a little cat folk. He looks you all up and down and says, Yeah, this is uh, Z's estate. What do you what do you want with her? Every, every single embassy of mine sounds like Cockney or a chav. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's basically all you are. That's basically a fuck. That's basically all Britain is. <laughs> oh. I've been mean, I mean, that's a disservice to the uh, the Celtic nations. England, thank you. I'm in the southern of southern England. It's that's all we have. It's very easy for southern England to forget about the rest of the country, but do carry on. <laughs> what was it that the book said again? Can you remind me? This Esther collector in Absalom has gotten in over her head. Oh well. We have been led to believe that she has maybe bitten off more than she can chew, and we are here to help. He he, he contemplates for a minute. He's thinking. That's what I was doing. I was just staring. I was staring Einar dead in the eyes as he was staring <laughs> as he is staring prick in the eyes. He's, he he just nods and he's like, "Okay, you've heard the news already, then." Well, I have, but uh, my cat friend hasn't, so maybe you will, you'd like to repeat them for them? He'll just like, motion his head to like follow, and then he'll turn around and sort of start walking in, in towards the, the manor. Okay. We'll follow. And you follow him through a little uh, corridor into a foyer with a beautiful sort of crystalline chandelier hanging from the ceiling. Very sort of, very fancy. Uh, you see um, like the lushest, softest carpet underneath your feet. Uh, leading the way down this hallway, and he, he brings you into a, a lavish dining room. Now, Jeremy, wipe your feet before you come in. He <laughs> 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 uh, leads you into a dining room where a, a very finely dressed elven woman stands, uh, seemingly like lost in thought. And I also have a slightly less rushed picture of of this one, which I'll uh, put in. This this looks like a RuneScape NPC this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know really. what you're using to remove the picture from the PDF, but my god, it's doing a bad job. There's a I lot of artifacts there. Very, very hastily on the fly. <laughs> and I'm not making much noise because Einar's going to shout at me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she is uh, in, in, in her lost in thought, and you see she's sort of staring at what is resting on the on the, on the table in front of her on the dining table uh, there is one item on it that you can see is a, a glove made of sort of black velvet and what catches your eye is I think at the opening of the glove you see what can only be described as the Among Us bone sticking out it's <laughs> oh. like a, a um, someone's wrist sticking out it's very cut off and crusted but over with blood there seems to be a hand filling the glove mm-hmm is it fresh? Do you have medicine? I mean, I she do, can tell yes. you. <laughs> Actually, sure, she can, she can tell you. Uh, it's, um, it seems to have... It, well, you could probably... I mean, you probably won't need a roll to say it. It, it. it started to, like, crust. It started to dry. But it's not, like, super old. You Probably definitely within the past day or two, if you had to make a guess. 
please, please have have a seat. I am the Z's. I, I understand you've uh, come here to to help with this predicament. Is that right? Yes, we were here to lend a hand, but I seem you already that cov- have that covered. <laughs> god fucking damn it! Oh god. T- Take a hero point because I was going to use that joke and you've just ruined it. For me. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, got God. your number, Dylan. He has. He has. He, I was just about to say, uh, make a hand joke. <laughs> you get a hero point for. <laughs> God damn it! I'm going to have to cut with more. Uh, yeah. Well, we can uh, discuss business later. But for, but for now, there's uh, more, more pressing matters. Uh, my God, Barvan uh, assures me you are the type of people who might be able to, to help. Yes. Uh, this is the third time in, in recent memory someone has been meddling with my affairs and, and those of my associates and, and we're the first that someone's been caught at my estate. I, I think I think I'm being watched. But what reason would people have to meddle in your affairs? Uh, well, I, I am a, uh, a sought-after mediator. I sometimes get involved with those very high up on the political table in Absalom, so I'm sure... Some people might uh, seek knowledge or, or, or even worse, but uh, yes, Barvan here managed to, to claim a hand before the miscreant got away with a scroll from my collection. Uh, look, 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 this glove here, it bears a strange mark. Uh, look close at it. I'll take the hand and look, observe it. Okay. Yeah, I guess you're wanting a perception on that. Uh, no, you can see a mark on it very, very easily. It looks like a um, an infinity symbol, but like vertically, which is basically an eight. <laughs> it looks like an infinity symbol. Oh, it's like a stylized eight. I guess it's thinner than an eight, isn't it? Ah, uh, uh, it's an infinite. Inf- <laughs> hey, there we are. You're not getting a hero point. <laughs> 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 it's an infinity symbol that's like turned like upwards, but there's a little cross at the the top and bottom where where the eight would be. I can try and draw. I think you know what I mean. It's basically an eight with lots of crosses on. <laughs> that's it. What? An eight is an infinity symbol turned up. That, yeah, that's why I was saying it's basically an eight. It, but it's it's also like pointed at the top, so it's okay. like almost like that, and there's like oh. a, a cross. That's better. I've drawn it better slightly. There we are. It's an eight with a pointy top and a cross in the middle. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> wow, the, the listeners are going to love us trying to draw that. <laughs> yeah. Well, do I do I recognize this symbol of potentially the occult? Ooh. It unfortunately, it wouldn't be occultism, this one. It would be oh. it's definitely a society or an Absalom lore. I will gender. roll an Absalom lore. Feel free to knock Sonal's head's uh, result down one step, as soon as he's very unfamiliar with Absalom. I will okay. tell you that if this is mental magic, I have a plus two, but that's not included in the roll. <laughs> it's not. This is, uh, no, it's not. I think all of you realise that this mark is probably some sort of... Um, way to signify membership uh, as part of a group or a, a society that might want to keep their themselves secret. Oh. But I don't think anyone would be able to tell what sort of uh, group in particular it is. No one's really seen this before. Looks like looks like a mark that people would have. They would belong to some sort of Illuminati-esque society. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. Illuminati society that monograms its gloves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
I mean, it's, it, is, it isn't like really, really obvious. And, and if you were just glancing over the gloves, you imagine you might have missed it. But um, it's only because she like said, look, look close that you, you initially spotted them. It's not like someone's written them on dark gloves in big white Sharpie. It's <laughs> yeah, I'd hope this was uh, just a, a few scattered thieves looking for a chance to, to loot my, my treasure collection. Uh, but Barvin here caught this intruder uh, snooping through my documents. Specifically ones about a meeting I'll be conducting at the Full Bloom Opera House tomorrow. If my documents were merely trade manifests, that would be, uh, certainly be concerning, but as a, a public servant, I, I hold information of a much more sensitive nature. Uh, Absalom has many factions, and it's been my honour and pleasure over these past few decades to apply the skills I've learned as a merchant to help government officials find common ground. This meeting tomorrow was a mediation of a, a trade dispute between members of Absalom's low council, represented oh. by by their proxies, of course. I, I fear whatever organisation uses that symbol plans to disrupt the mediation, but I, I don't know what their, their ultimate aims are. Do you know anything about this organisation? I, I have asked, but it seems they're very secretive, yes. How long ago was this that you removed this hand from this intruder? I think the guard goes speak up and say, Oh, he only found us snooping around here just yesterday morning. Oh, that is quite a while ago though. But he would have been bleeding profusely, or she, right? Does Barvin not know what they look like? Do you know what he looked like? Any important appearance, detail you might have seen? A third hand? A tail? A missing hand? <laughs> a missing hand? <laughs> Whoever it was, they were uh, they were wearing a, a, an hooded robe. I didn't get a good good look, but they definitely seemed female, some kind of human, I'm sure. No big hair, no tail, no claw. No, we we seen the hand. They don't have claw. Hooded robes are a common uniform among secret societies. They think it makes them look hip. <laughs> it's. I think it's more that they all look the same. Well, there's other ways you can achieve that. A simple mask. But yes, I. What's, what is worrying is that the, uh, the the thief was looking through the documents about this, this meeting tomorrow. Uh, I, I've asked Barvin here to, to accompany me, but um, well, I, I, it might be good to have uh, more people keeping a, a watchful eye out. Any any of us who might seek to to interrupt us, maybe the four of you could uh, could accompany us to the opera if you are here to to, to help. That is, if there's a reward in it, I might be interested in more job. Uh, well, I mean, I can certainly, uh, certainly sort out some, uh, something for you, yes. It's tomorrow, that means we still have a day to look for more information. I might have some contact in my legal business that might know more. Sorry, did you say your legal business? Yes, I only deal in... That's very good to hear, most businesses are legal. <laughs> <laughs> I will roll a deception on that because... Um, yes. I think she can immediately tell that you are very shady. <laughs> 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 She's like, uh, well, uh, I mean, as long as you're uh, helping, <laughs> do, do whatever you find best. Uh, yes, if you need uh, lodging, uh, I can offer some uh, some rooms in my, my manor here. Uh, and I think I've got spare opera appropriate clothing. Um, uh, look, when the time comes, uh, Barvin here is a, a recognised guard uh, of the city elite, so um, I think it's best if he uh, brings any arms and armaments into the venue. Uh, usually not allowed in, but uh, I'm sure he can sneak them in and, and pass them to us inside. Is armour not allowed in the venue? Well, 
I'm, I'm sure, like, light armour, possibly, but they would probably look funny if someone walked in wearing, like, chainmail or something. Got a breastplate. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably fine, maybe. Yes, well, you don't need to worry about the weapon for me, but the breastplate will have to remain. And what about Jeremy? <laughs> that is a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 I sort of, like... Familiars are allowed uh, in the opera. Maybe not as large as this, but I'm sure they've got a spot for him. We'll see. Oh, <laughs> the joy of being a cavalier. <laughs> Why must we always fight indoors? <laughs> is, is he? Is he? Is is he house trained, Jeremy? Does he? Uh, no. Does he behave inside? <laughs> I'm talking about the Drake here. Oh, the Drake is house trained. Yes, the namesake may not be. <laughs> oh God. Kevin, did you want to spend some time asking your very legal Yes, friends? there's three things I need to do. First is, oh God, okay. well, I have a prey now, so I will hunt my prey. Second, I will make use... What, the prey being whoever's hand this is? Yes, <laughs> okay. that is the target of my bounty now. I have information about him, which is enough. <laughs> I will then yeah. use my n- new power that I've gained with the level up since we last met. I will use spend a minute to talk with the other three of the group, and they will now be part of my... I have no idea how to pronounce that. Pussy. Okay, pussy. Which means they have a plus one to seek my prey, to track it, and to gather information oh. about it. Wow. Circumstance. Ooh. So everyone else has a little and bit of uh, they benefit. also have a plus one circumstance bonus to initiative when entering combat with my prey. Oh, wow. That's really good. <laughs> and yes, I will look to gather some information about that prey. Yeah, I'd like to do that too. I would like to gather information about the Opera House. Sure. Let's get one roll from everyone. So this will represent sort of what you're doing in the day before the Opera. Mm -hmm. So um, if anyone wants to... Was that your... You gathering information about the Opera House? Yes. Because I feel that is the spookiest thing. If you want to do more with this symbol or figure out who this person might be, it would more be uh, probably another Absalom or Society check. I'll let you uh, make another one, seeing as you sort of might be able to gather more evidence as you're asking around. And not diplomacy? Yeah, diplomacy you could do. Yeah, if that's better for you. Because it'll be gathering information about the, uh, the, the symbol. Yes, please. And since this is in uh, pursuit of fulfilling my vow, I get a plus one bonus anyway. I have a plus 15. Okay. Did you want to get a roll from Antonio? Yeah, uh, for Antonio, do you want me to roll something uh, that's more apt for uh, the legal side of the town or do I just go with diplomacy? Whichever one's good for you. If you've got any, like, underworld lore, no, I don't it might have be, much uh... lore. I have Absalom lore or I can just go with straight up diplomacy. I think diplomacy would, would work for you. I'll go with diplomacy well. and activate my plus two because it's my prey. Oh, very good, very good. I, I think your very legal business friends don't really help you out too much with this one, unfortunately. <laughs> Niles, you go around and you ask about the uh, the opera, the Full Bloom Opera House. It's, it's also in the Petal District, but it is a very fancy, very beautiful opera. Usually the finest of the finest are allowed in to see the performances that are put on. You know the one that's happening in that on that particular night is the cyclical conundrum of Cynthia and Evelyn. A very beautiful opera. It's got rave reviews in the Absalom presses. I think you'd more than likely know, be able to gather quite a bit of a layout of of the opera. It's one massive performance hall. There's six boxes that people uh, better, or like, people can can buy and and seat for a better view. There's very nice offerings at the bar, some exclusive cocktails. 
it's your standard fare opera house, really, but it's like very lavish. I've not been to an opera since my 20s, my word. <laughs> it is the sort of place where, like, members of the low council might mingle and their, their proxy proxies as well. I just want to make sure I'm getting this right. The low council is like basically the government. Yeah, well, there's the high council and the grand council as well. But yes, basically. How many councils does this place have? All led by Winslow Starborn, I believe, the acting primarch. The grand council is made up of the high council and the low council. Oh, uh, that's basically okay. it. So it's it's yeah. it's the the grand council is the whole thing. Each district of Absalom is represented in the low council by at least one seat. The high council are the the higher ups. So yes, the primarchs, the town planners, and the, yeah. so so the low council is probably like the the MPs of the government for English people, I guess. And the high council's the shitty prime ministers. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, members of the low council would be um, would mingle here, and, and their proxies are the ones who. Uh, 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 or at the opera apparently being mediated by this Zer no Verzies. Uh, other than that, you, yeah, you just know it's a really, really fucking nice opera house. I think Prick, you uh, ask around and mm-hmm. would you draw the symbol out and ask people sure, around yeah. in particular for that? Or did you include your plus one that you now get from? It's a circumstance, so it's the same as my pact, so they don't. Start. Oh, okay, so you don't include it. Okay. You find something quite interesting, actually. I think you um, managed to. <laughs> Sorry, I keep kick- kicking things near my feet. You show people this symbol, and I think you actually know someone who, who knows what it is. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's those helping hand lot, isn't it? What? Excuse me? What? That's those help- helping hand people. Helping hand? Helping hand. Yeah. You're not. Could you're not you be more articulate, please? Helping hand. Yeah, the open hand. You are <laughs> such a nincompoop, aren't you? Oh, I'm just trying to help. Well, are you a helping hand? <laughs> no, no, but I know of them. Where are they? I don't know. They have headquarters. But look, they're, they're group, right? They're from the lower classes of Absalom. They're trying to expose the corruption. You know, they're working together. Oh, expose the corruption, eh? Yeah. So they would only target corrupt people? Or people they view as corrupt? Well, I don't know. Could be both. Mm. Do you know how I would get into contact with them? Oh, I don't I don't know. I think they usually uh, find you. They need to help, though. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. How ironic <laughs> that someone in a gang called the Helping Hand loses a hand. <laughs> oh, I didn't show you this picture I have. Very important to the story. <laughs> I have a picture of the hand. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> it's a glove. <laughs> uh, I think after that he's gonna hum a little tune. He's just gonna say, yeah. <laughs> "I wanna help. <laughs> I wanna help. I give helping hands." <laughs> <laughs> if they want to contact me, but yeah, that's what he spends the time doing. Okay, and then I imagine you can. Uh... Take up lodging and meet up with Ver and Barvin and get yourselves opera appropriate with some fine gowns and lavish tuxedos and suits and garments and adorn yourselves up nice and fancy. I think Jeremy, the riding drake, puts on a little top hat. A little bow tie. <laughs> a little bow tie <laughs> around his neck. <laughs> oh. Barvin's like, oh, yeah, what are we going to do about your uh, about your weapons then? I reckon I can get them in and maybe I can find a, 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 a cubicle in there to stash them in and then I'll uh, let you know where they are, yeah? Uh, it's quite fine, I'll just leave it here. 
You wouldn't part an old man from his walking stick, would you? Does it look like... What, what is your it's weapon? It's the one that is looks a... like a brain. Oh, but does it? would it function as like a cane? As a staff, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you could probably have that, but more like... Like, you'll probably get checked on the way in. Like, this is okay. a... a fancy establishment but any like like that's probably fine but any like daggers or uh, or swords or anything of a more like actual weapon type that you, you right. have on you it's probably best to have like he'll, he'll say he'll, he'll find a spot to stash him inside and let you know yeah I'll give him my rapier dagger and crossbow okay so Niles will just leave his warhammer here there is no requirement for it to be snuck in <laughs> okay you guys get yourselves ready you uh, finish asking up around town does uh does Prick, wanna share anything you learnt? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the others up to speed. Okay. What the others in your party or of everyone? No, the others in my party. If I okay. got the notion that they might be doing this to Ver because she's corrupt. Okay. Or well, she's trying to achieve something because she was in over her head specifically. Yeah. Although the trade disputes are how we get intergalactic clone wars, so hopefully that <laughs> won't happen here. Sorry, what? <laughs> you haven't watched the prequels? <laughs> it's a very important plot point. I didn't realize that's what you were referencing. I, I got the <laughs> Clone Wars. I was just like, what? Oh, okay. We'll see. Man, if this turns into intergalactic Clone Wars, you can get a hero <laughs> point. But uh, I have a feeling it might not. <laughs> uh, the, these uh, Paizo needs more ambition then, is what I'm hearing. Yes, it does, yeah. You uh, can uh, get yourselves ready and make your way over to the Full Bloom Opera House. And it definitely lives up to its name this evening. It's hugely packed, it's so busy. Attendees are strolling through the gated grounds of the Opera House and, and up to the building itself. It looks like the uh, a cross between a, a domed temple and like a golden unfilled rose, um, the way it's built. It's uh, definitely a highlight of the Petal District. There's a tasteful ironwork fence outlining the, the whole perimeter of the venue and the surrounding gardens. Uh, the, the gate is open. Welcoming in uh, people to walk the paths that spiral through the gardens, uh, as well as the main avenue that leads up to a triple flight of wide marble stairs at the facade facade of the building itself. The who's who of the Petal District mingle and indulge in delectable appetizers, and members of the operatic orchestra play gentle songs to accompany the, the chatter that's outside in the garden. So as you sort of uh, trickle your way through the gates, you see, uh, you know, I think you're blown away by the amount of finery there are is in the crowd. People are very fashionable, very fancy, wearing uh, all sorts of garments from the, the best of the best tailors and suit makers of Absalom. Did it, did anyone try to sneak things in, or have you just given Bardan your stuff and give Bardan all my weapon? Just the breastplate and Jeremy. I think I think one of the guards of the Opera House come up to you, Jeremy, and say, "Is this a is this a pet? Or is this a familiar? Is this a a companion? Is this a?" I'm afraid to say that this is my companion. <laughs> I would love to say more, but I cannot. I think I think there are a few like wizards who will probably have like owls perched on their shoulder as they're going in. So it's not like weird to have animal companions. Maybe not ones as large as a, a riding drake, but uh... would you ever take a horse to the opera? <laughs> That's what I'm doing right now. That's pretty much taking a horse. I mean, in the fantasy world, possibly someone might take a horse to the opera. That's what I'm thinking. I'm gonna activate uh, the opera house map. I already have. I just haven't put you guys on it. Jeremy is the first one here, followed by Antonio. Pretty. Ooh. What this an is excellent a fancy map! Place. This is a very fancy map, isn't it? Yeah. So you uh, can, uh, as as you make your way in, uh, Verz says she's uh, got a, a reserved box. She's gonna head up there right after getting some sweet berry wine from the bar. 
She said, oh, yes, if you could look out for any suspicious parties with, um, you know, with, with this, the symbol. Uh, may, maybe mingle around before the opera starts and, uh, and I'll find you, I'll find you either in the box or, or during the interval. Uh, but, but yes, keep an eye out. And she sort of wanders up in, up to the bar. Barvan, you, you don't know where, you imagine he's getting in, uh, either in a back entrance or, or with some other guards, uh, somewhere, but, uh, you know, he will be inside at some point. So you are kind of left to your own devices here. I, I presume it is then time to mingle. Yes. You've um, entered through the sort of the entrance way, uh, which is slightly off the side of the map. But uh, as you walked in, you would have uh, given your tickets in. Uh, Ver would have uh, gotten tickets for, for everyone accompanying her. There's a nice, very domed entrance way with stone reliefs of flowering branches, and in the middle, a goddess of uh, a statue of, of Shailen pointing up to the ceiling, uh, where there's lots of glowing glass petals, creating a, a nice array of light and shadow. Very fancy. And then uh, where I put you on the map now, you're just in the, in the front lobby, which is very marble, painted with flowers on the ceiling and walls. Uh, there's a lot of sort of very fancy looking seats uh, and some tables around with uh, people can uh, drink or, or play cards or whatever before the uh, before the show starts and two very well stocked bars at either side and then there's doors leading off to the main performance hall at the end there's doors leading off to hallways for the bathrooms or the private boxes on either side as well you do see some security guards patrolling each uh, sort of this this main foyer as well as the hallways as well so it's sort of up to you uh, to, to decide what you want to do you've got about I think 20 minutes before the performance starts so you've got time to mingle time to get drinks time to see if you can spot any of these symbols it's up to you right I, I that is exactly what Sir Niall's head will be doing mingling yeah. with Jeremy and Ho same okay <laughs> I mean as you uh Daniel will do the same he is very charismatic this is this kind of place where you can find new legal person to do business with <laughs> awesome anywhere in particular or are you happy to just stay out here or do you want to go somewhere else where are the where are uh, most of the spectators currently i would say at the moment they are either in this room where you are which is sort of the foyer with the bars or mm. there are probably there is also a room that's off the map which is where the shailene statue is like the entrance sort of box office oh. And then there are still people out at the front in the in the garden who haven't actually made their way inside yet. But um... okay, well, I'll start in here and then maybe I'll saunter out into the garden then. Okay. If this place proves fruitless. What sort of thing are you doing? Are you specifically keeping an eye out, or are you just overhearing, or are you going to strike up your own conversations? I it's... think I'm striking up conversations and trying to observe. The, one, the hands of the people that I'm talking to, if they are wearing gloves, okay. or if they okay. sport any sort of symbol. What about the other two? Very similar. Just moving around, looking at trying to find a symbol somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so Niall's head will be more directly interacting with people, because he's got very good diplomacy. Okay. I want you all to do a couple of checks if you are just sort of hanging around. First of all, if you are actively looking for this symbol, I want everyone to give me a secret perception check for that. Quick question. And then I want everyone... Yes. Will that be considered to seek my hunted prey? Um, I think your prey is specifically the person who's lost the hand, right? Not anyone else wearing this symbol, so probably not this time. Okay. Although if you... You can also maybe roll a second one to see if you can see anyone who's missing a hand. But uh, you three there, you probably would see them quite easily. Well, I, I have two more for my prey. And then now I've got those first 
ones in. I also want everyone to do a perception check just to see if you can overhear anything interesting. This will be a separate okay. perception check just to see. Yes. Sorry, what was that second roll? Just uh, like eavesdropping in on some fun conversations, basically. Two perceptions. Ah, two perceptions. Gotcha. Yes. I got so confused for a second. One was for looking and one was for hearing, pretty much. I know I kind of could have done them both at once, but uh, let's start by saying, Prickassly, I don't know what you're doing, but you're not doing your job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm performing. You rolled, a two a, you rolled a two and a three, so I think you are. Really? You realize. Yeah. <laughs> I think you, you suddenly realise like, oh there's so many people around, maybe I can give them a little sample of my music. Maybe they, if they're here for, for the opera, maybe they'll like me. Yeah. <laughs> and you get a, you get very distracted by by everything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> guys, guys, this is going great. <laughs> Antonio, you uh, actually hear what sounds like a little so I wouldn't say drama, but someone speaking quite loudly over in the corner of this uh sort of bar maybe at one of the tables over here you uh, over there you see a um a, a woman very 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 well dressed and she seems to be uh complaining about something there's quite a lot of people sort of hovering around her listening in, and they all look quite very fancy as well sort of very upper class i think what stands out to you is that uh, there are two people next to this lady one is just constantly fanning her <laughs> Uh, and the other one is uh, bringing her uh, drinks from the bar as she's sort of complaining. So <laughs> she is being pampered, but she's she's loudly saying, "Oh, this he's doing doing my he's well and truly doing my my head in. I thought I could put up with him, but he's ugh. he has his his head in the clouds. You know, he spends too much time on his academic frippery and and not enough time attending to what actually needs to be done to run the city." Ah, yes. yes. I think you probably catch the name um, Erat, who who she's ranting about just from listening in, and she's like, "Yes, he's too much like Brayfen. Because with the pair of them, I'm, I'm done with. I just I need to. Mm, don't know how what they're doing. They're useless. They are. Uh, but she's she is she doesn't care that she's ranting and people are listening in. She like almost seems to be living for the the tea. <laughs> but that's what you, I think, Antonio in particular overhears and maybe gets drawn towards. Niles, you are being very observant, actually. Maybe not so much on the eavesdropping side of things, but on the, the looking It's side getting old, his ears are going. Yes, I think you're more, um, you know, you so so you see a lot of people wearing gloves because you're at an opera. Gloves are, um, you know, it's probably standard attire for the opera. It's pretty tricky to see whether they have uh, this insignia on. But I think actually, as you're hanging around in this uh, in this bar, you actually do very, very briefly, maybe for like a second or two, just spot what looks like it could be a symbol etched onto the glove of of one of the bartenders, a human male bartender. But you see it so quickly, you're 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 like, was that it? That could have been it, but you're not a hundred percent sure. Mm. But there's something st stitched into the gloves of one of the bartenders. You know that much. I wonder if Antonio could acquire that glove. <laughs> It's not usually a rule about stealing something that someone's wearing. Yes, that's a little harder. I have a people to be legendary in thievery. Wait, are you telling me that all these pickpockets that take watches off people when they're not really paying attention are legendary thieves in the Paizo <laughs> in the Pathfinder world? I feel like they've got to be quite good. I, I think there's a difference between yeah. a watch and a glove as well. <laughs> Um, okay, and I will, I will accept that. Uh, I cannot steal something that is extremely noticeable or time-consuming to remove, like worn you shoes can't steal or worn armor. Shoes. <laughs> of course, you can't steal shoes. We can steal the uh, the hand. <laughs> Trap the hand with a yank. Yeah, that's what Barvan did. <laughs> hmm. 
Senile's uh, will relay this information with, the, with his comrades. I'm afraid to say that I think one of the barmen, and he'll point out a specific human, although in a hushed way, you know, quiet, subtle. I suspect that he is a member of this Illuminati. Really? The Infinite. <laughs> sorry, it's not the Illuminati, it's the Open Hand. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was finding out about the opera when that was going on. <laughs> That's what um, Adol figured out. The, the Open Hand, or the Helping Hand, if you want to be normal and not have a fun <laughs> character quirk. <laughs> One of them need help with the hand. To be fair, that, that previous person gave the hand. They didn't lend it. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. They don't need help. They're not getting it back. <laughs> How many more hand jokes can we make off the cuff? <laughs> oh, get out. <laughs> uh, fine, you get a hero point. If I give you one, will you stop? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I don't know. I think hero point can be handy. It's Aino's turn to come up with a, a shit losing your hand joke. Okay. Well, let's get <laughs> let's get back. You've you, you've uh, probably used up most of your time before the performance starts here. So if you want to do anything, you better do it quickly. Have we seen uh, our guard that is supposed to smuggle a weapon for us? Not yet. Not yet. Where are we to be seated? You can go to the the box if you want and seat sit with with the during the performance. It's it's full, but it's not like sold out. So there will probably be seats in the main performance ring if you want to be down on the actual floor but um you've got a little bit of choice you wouldn't be able to get in any of the other boxes i think they would be be full but um there's box which is uh i'll just put a little ring around it so we know it's this well this one here it should tell you to meet in a a three if you want during the, the performance on the right side of the stage from the audience's perspective i believe that's called stage left which is uh very yes. confusing <laughs> if you're the yes actors, but uh <laughs> it's the right stage if you're watching the show yes but yes, yeah, you, you can see people are starting to starting to file their way in the performance looks like it might start. So if you want to do anything with this bartender or if you want to just leave it for now. So we we don't want to confront this bartender before we go up there? I could just stay here with him. I've never been uh, shy of drinking my share. <laughs> You've probably got uh probably got I mean, I think Ver sounds like she's a pretty high up in the uh, runnings lady. I think she's probably managed to secure some uh, oh, probably she's probably got a tab. Let's be honest, this opera. <laughs> you can put things on the tab if you need. Uh. So Nihilus will head to the box because he's concerned about stuff going on near that area because they're, they're wanting to disrupt that and he'd like yeah. to be there when that's happening. And he trusts Antonio's abilities, if not necessarily their wallet. That's My wallet is very large. It has a total Good. of two gold and two silver in it. <laughs> Oh man, you probably wouldn't be able to afford that many drinks just by yourself. Uh, but put them on the chat. Yeah. So it sounds to me like uh, for the performances start, we have everyone in the box apart from Antonio who's going to hang around at the bar. I mean, it's not it's not weird. I think there might be some. I mean, most people will go into the uh, the auditorium. So some will occasionally file out and get drinks during the show. But um, I don't think it's like you're the only person stood there. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yes, you can uh, head in. Uh, you, once you get to the uh, box, you do actually see Barvan is is there and uh, Ver is there with a, a a man wearing a very very sharp suit almost having the look of a, a librarian himself oh do we know this man no but he'll introduce himself and this is where I have to do my poshest voice possible oh. <laughs> yes he hello uh, my name is we're not going with Cockney <laughs> he's not gonna be Cockney and posh no yes <laughs> hello my name is Eratozel here as a proxy for Bryphon Blood, the, the Petal District Councilman, and High Curator of the College of Mysteries. 
Uh, a pleasure to meet you all. Oh, well, a pleasure to meet you too, uh, fellow intellectual. I'm a collector <laughs> too, of sorts. Ooh. <laughs> Very, very, th- as he's sort of, as you're doing introductions, the, uh, the, 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 the sort of the, the blue flames that illuminated the hall start to dim as sort of everyone gets sat, sat down and, uh, and, and the room darkens for the performance. I hear that this show has excellent reviews. <laughs> Suddenly a, a wistful vibrato starts the performance with a cold open. Uh, as the lush curtain rises, a, a beautiful song tumbles out of the orchestra, uh, and the lights of the stage bloom, pulling the image of a woman singing in a tower into the audience's focus. I'm not going to narrate the entire opera performance, because that's not what our listeners are here for. Instead, I'm going to ask Einar to sing it. Oh, God. Please <laughs> no. don't. No. <laughs> oh, you totally like... inflated me there, Kevin. I was just about to belt out. It looked out. like he was about to... Can we at least hear one <laughs> harmony? La. La. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Should we do it? Should we do a la 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 la? No, 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 no. no. we're wasting time here. <laughs> the audience will have to imagine it. <laughs> yes, um... Amazing. Uh, uh, yeah, the performance does, does carry on, but I think a few things are gonna gonna be. be uh, what do you guys do? Are you just there to watch the performance, or are you also gonna do a bit of bit of investigation? I mean, I know Antonio is. I think Prick is uh, consumed by the by the performance. Okay. He is listening for techniques that they use in order to improve his own singing, and you know, watching for mm. what's the word, controlling the air and stuff. Keeping, uh, making sure you keep can it, breathe. Keeping focus, basically. Oh, yes, yeah, you know, yeah, breathing techniques. See if he can uh, spot anything that he could learn. What about Niles? So Niles' head is going to try and sniff out weirdness. Okay. <laughs> hmm. I think you can see something slightly odd, actually. A lot of people in the crowd are turning their attention to, to the stage, obviously, which they are here for the performance. But I think as you just scan your way over the crowd, you see someone staring back up to you instead of looking at the performance. Is it a bartender? It's not, no, it's a, it's a lady. <laughs> Hopefully it's not. It's a, it's, a, it's a woman. It's a woman sitting in uh, in the middle, about, like, in the middle of the, just just right in the middle of the crowd, down on the on the seating flooring area. And she seems to just be staring up, not not you in particular, but uh, up at your, your box. I was just about to say, I thought, I didn't think I was that attractive. I do have a personal magnetism. In fact, you actually... Think she's looking just slightly over to your to your side, which is where Bar- Barvan is standing. Can I inspect Barvan's gloves? I, th- I, th- I don't think he's wearing gloves. Well, let- let's look at that picture I sent you. The very very wet. Yeah, he's not wearing gloves. <laughs> I mean, that's not what he's wearing here. But no. Yeah, the Skyrim NPC. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Skyrim NPC. Bar- Barvan is staring straight back at this woman. He is also not paying attention to the to the show. Hmm. Is that a friend of yours, Barvan? Do you think you could get me her number? <laughs> He's just, he's just like, oh, oh no, I, I, I don't know who, who you mean. Uh, Sounds motive. Yeah, oh, right, yeah, that's a thing I can do. <laughs> that's a thing <laughs> you can do. Oh, wait, sorry, it's a perception check, isn't it? Not diplomacy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, what is your perception? I'll just... I'll... Done it. Foundry is too efficient for you, Dylan. Well, I was just going to take one off your first number, because it's, it's better. But, um, Prick, you rolled another two. I'm, I hate to say what? <laughs> I hate to say it. <laughs> You're so engrossed in this performance, you don't even realise yeah. that there's people talking in yep. the same boxes. No, as you. that makes sense. Niles, you can you can definitely tell. Barber knows exactly who who that is. He hmm. knows exactly who you're talking about. You do see him slightly uh, rubbing rubbing his sort of right right wrist, just ever so slightly. 
But when you go to look back at the crowd, after this little conversation, and you're eyeing up him slightly, there's an empty seat right in the middle. Mm. Is there something <laughs> wrong with Marvin's wrist? No, not at all. He's just, he's it's just not like he's just... got a freshly regrown hand or something. I think, I think he you... gave a signal. Oh, that's way more Aino, you're, Aino, you're, you're, you're focused on the performance. No, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's, yeah, I mean, Barvin, do you have the materials? I will take one to Antonio. The material? Uh, what, you mean your your things? Yes. Oh, yeah, well, I've, uh, I, oh, I hid them in one of, the, one of the lavatories. I'll relay this information to Antonio. Keep an eye out. Yeah, and sure. as uh, as he's leaving, um, Sonal's will tell a um, prick, whisper into his ear quite quietly. Hopefully, the opera will drown out the noise and be like, "Beware of Barvin. He's given a signal." Mm-hmm. There's a crescendo what? as you're whispering, so it's uh, it does drown out the noise. And I don't hear it either. <laughs> <laughs> you roll the two. <laughs> Amazing, I love it. Kevin Antonio is at the bar. Yes. Trying to, to blend in. You, I guess you'd get a drink and put it on the tab. Yeah, drinking, putting on a tab, keeping an eye on a certain bartender. Okay. I would ask for either a deception or stealth just to make sure you don't stick out like a, a sore thumb here and make it obvious you are keeping an eye on, on someone. I'll go with deception. Just so you can like, you know, make your body language yes. seem like you're like... You're not hiding in the shadows, but you're also just trying to... I'm hiding in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I think... Um, a couple times the bartender sort of looks up and glances at you, but I think you're doing a good enough job that they just keep at it, keep going. And you can hear the, the beautiful singing coming through the, the doors at the end. And uh, people do come and go. People sometimes queue up, get new drinks, and then head back in. But I think you just kind of keep an eye out for, for something to happen. And, and, and eventually, you do watch as coming through the door is a, uh, a, a woman. She strides up to the bar, leans right over the counter, and uh, seems to whisper something to this bartender you're keeping, keeping an eye on. Are you talking about the bartender? It's my new prey. Your bartender's the new yeah, prey? Yeah, since I'm now following him. Yes, a, a, a woman has come out and spoken to your bartender you're keeping an eye on, yes. And you watch as uh, he uh, sort of glances around, reaches under the bar, and grabs what looks like a, a program for the show. You know, the, the nice little booklet that lists all who's involved in the, the production team and everything, and just hands that back over to the, to the lady. She takes it and sort of folds it and puts it in a... A dress. Actually, that, I mean, let's be realistic. Dresses don't have pockets. She'll probably just hold on to it. And orders a, a, a glass of, like, red wine. And then, okay, give me a perception check very quickly. I was going to ask <laughs> if I can try to listen in. Whoops, forgot to put it discreet. I mean, it's a pretty obvious symbol, uh, or not symbol, but gesture. You you watch as, uh, as she takes the glass of wine back across. She sort of intentionally touches the back of her gloved hand to the back of his and then sits down in the corner with the glass of wine in this program that she's looking at. And I think that's probably when Niles comes bursting through. I would, bursting's a strong word. He's going to come in casually, Jeremy okay. following behind the giant riding Drake, traipsing through this opera with his top hat and bow tie, <laughs> and he'll, he'll make his way to Antonio, and he'll, he'll, he'll deliver the information. Barvin gave a signal to the woman. Oh, she's over there. (laughs) 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 Oh, good. I like it. And, by the way, the weapons are in the lavatory. And he'll provide the exact one, I presume, that Barvin would have told them which one. So we'd have to search through these two different places. Hey, no, just very quickly, I I want to ask you for one final perception check. I want you to roll above a three today. (sighs) 
Okay, let's see. He rolled above a tree in the gather information. Yeah. He did, I know he did. That one's slightly better. I think you're still engrossed in the performance, but I think you can hear the sound of the, the, the box door closing. Is Bardo still here? Uh, no, no, it is just Ver and this very fancy posh man and you now. Okay. Hmm. All right, I think I am going to uh, see if I can follow him stealthily. Okay. But... Okay. <laughs> uh, is Ver and uh, the posh man engrossed in the performance? Uh, the, the man definitely definitely is. I think Perfect. Ver is um, sort of keeping an eye on what's going on, but she she knows that you like you're here to, to help her. I think maybe if you just leave suddenly, she might assume you found a lead or something. Okay. Do I have my staff? Yeah, that yeah. we decided wasn't a weapon. That's more okay. like if it can be passed off as like a cane or a walking stick. Like yeah. Then before I leave, I just tap her on the shoulder and I say, if you wouldn't mind, and then I'll cast a spell from my staff. Okay. I will cast Mind Link, and without him getting any information, this is just what I could have said with 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, I impart that... Almost instantly, right? Yes. Well, two actions. She has to be willing, which I assume she is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're sort of working together on this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just uh, impart uh, that uh, Niles seems to think that Barden is behaving suspiciously, and I will follow him. And then the other nine minutes of information are just what you think of the opera it's, so far. Uh, yes, yes, my favourite <laughs> parts of the opera. <laughs> I love it. Okay. It mo- it's mostly to eliminate the posh man from hearing anything. Okay, yeah, she'll, she'll give you a nod and, and just say, to, like, oh, oh, yes, do, do what you have to, uh, and, and turn her attention back to the opera. Yeah. Yes, well, sorry, I just wanted to jump away and give you the opportunity to do something first. <laughs> I think back in the, uh, in, the, in the foyer, we've got Antonio and Niles. You were catching up about what's gone on. Absolutely. You're sort of halfway through your conversation and, and Barvin does burst his way through the doors. This one is going to be a bursting fruit. No, no, he will also try and just subtly slip in. You see, you watch as his eyes dart to the lady sitting down with a drink in the, in the, the program over to the bar, over to where the two of you are. <laughs> And he'll just uh, give you, the two of you a heads up. So he like, give you like a come in emotion. I'll go over there. Bringing Jeremy along. Go over there. I'll stay here. I'm not done with my drink. <laughs> what is it, Barvin? He'll say, no, yeah, no, you want your weapons, right? I'll put them in, in your, the second floor bathroom over through that. He points to the door that's to the, the north on the map here. and says, yeah, go, go through there. Go up the stairs. The bathroom there. It's, I think, third or fourth stool from the left. I'll put them in. Might be a good time to to get it now. I think we still gotta catch any of these uh, any of these infiltrator folk, ain't we? Might be good to have some supplies. Uh, yeah, that that sounds uh, very sensible, Barvin. I will let my colleague know about that, as I am in no such des- I have no such desire. In fact, actually, I think it was only um, Antonio who had to give weapons over. <laughs> I'm the only one that gave a weapon. Yeah. Yes. Could I follow him? Well, you you'd know you'd see him go through to the foyer. Okay. I'll also cast my spell that never happened last time. Still don't check my spells, Dylan. Oh my god, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> the same spell that I still don't know about. Can I... Do you want me to roll a stealth then to hide behind here? Outside the door? Sure. Above a two, please. <laughs> okay. Your stealth's a plus eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, Senars, after talking to Barvin and relaying the information to Antonio, is going to take a seat with that lady just next to her and be like... Quite the opera, isn't it? 
Antonio will move to get his weapon from the bathroom or wherever they are. Okay. He, uh, she, she looks at you and says, "Oh, oh yes. Well, I'm. Uh, I was getting a bit, uh, a bit headachey in there. I think the, the loud music got to me slightly, so I, I thought I'd come out here and uh, just clear my mind. But uh, yes, it's not the worst. That's quite an understatement for what is supposed to be the greatest opera of the year, according to the word <laughs> on the street. <laughs> oh well, uh, it sounds like you might have been listening to the wrong streets." Perhaps indeed. Are you a uh, an expert in these matters? You seem very authoritative. Uh, oh no, no, not not at all. <laughs> no. What are you? I, 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 <laughs> she might want to roll a sense motive against you, which is weird because I don't think I ever roll sense motive against players. But <laughs> okay. Um, what would be the DC that she need to roll against? It would be against your percep your deception DC, right? Mm. Yeah. It was, it's it'll be twenty three then. Oh, twenty three. God damn it, Greg. So Niles may be an expert in deception. <laughs> <laughs> Blind GM roll. What's your, what's, what, what are you intentionally... What, what are your intentions? I won't say whether she sees through. I think the intentions here are to, to plumb the depths because we know there's something odd going on. Mm-hmm. But it's all very vague and ultimately kind of petty. I, okay, I think as you're talking to her and just asking about her I think I think you can't help it I think you just just unintentionally just keep glancing like at her, her gloves that she's wearing and I think she catches on <laughs> I hate to say she got a 24 oh, <laughs> oh no I'm so sorry <laughs> she's like and I want to say everyone else is in, in the room here uh, like like still uh, well actually Antonio's not the second story bathroom by the way is that the bathrooms all the way at the Oh no! All of this is all of that's backstage. That's the crew. It's basically like like where the bathrooms are here. There's also some up on the upper level. Oh, okay. Basically on top of them. It's just not displayed on the map. I I think she just as as you just keep keep chatting shit to her about word on the street and all that. She just sort of sighs (laughs) and she's like she just sort of um, I think you you sort of watch as she rubs her arm, her her wrist on her arm. But everyone's doing that these days. Is it some sort of <laughs> fad? Yes, it's the, it's the new dab. <laughs> real, and then she says, she stands up and she shouts over to, and she says, Barvin, Barvin, I, I, I think we have been rumbled. <laughs> Let me get this right. Greg, you didn't bring any weapons in. You left your Warhammer at home. I did leave my Warhammer at home. That is correct. Play a kill coming up. <laughs> uh, although actually, I will say, Prick, you are stealthily waiting outside the room. So I think you are listening, probably mm-hmm. hearing this. Although you haven't made yourself uh, known yet. You actually did roll quite high. Honestly, for a plus eight, uh, you rolled a... I'll reveal this because it's quite nice for you. You rolled a 17 oh. your dice. You rolled high. <laughs> Amazing. Ooh. Greg, you or, or, or Niles, and with Jeremy, of course, watch as uh, as this lady stands up. Barvin comes across the, the foyer. This uh, this younger human behind the bar walks over. They all sort of surround you in the corner of where you are sat down here. I think actually this this oh no, you can be where you're sat there on the map. You don't want to do this, young folks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Barvin, he's like. Oh no no no! The open hand. We uh we don't wish to arm you or or any of your friends. Actually, no. We want your help. You see, Ver, she's she's not the kind of person you think she is. Now give us some time to explain. We could end up saving a life tonight and and maybe more tomorrow. Well, now I'm very confused. Please take a seat and describe <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> I'm sure we can all come across this amicably. I think I had Greg going for a minute there. <laughs> 
<laughs> he looked. He looked scared. <laughs> uh, at this point, the the lady Jaint will uh, introduce herself, and and actually Kevil the bar hand will introduce himself as well. And would Prick go in if you hear Barvin say that that he doesn't want to harm anyone and what's your help? Would you like step in at that point, or is this just going to be to Greg? I mean, maybe he can wait till Antonio gets back because I imagine is Antonio just grabbing the weapons and coming straight yeah, back? Yeah, going quickly. If if no one sees him, he's going to run there and back. Okay. Okay, you Did guys. Can someone sort of... say you don't want to hurt anyone? Yeah, yeah. No, look, we are we are all members of the Helping Hand. We're here to uh, stop the and uh, screams. At this Ooh. point, Jane will will say, um, "Yes, well, we are uh, a network of uh, Absalom workers that protect each other from the aristocracy." <gasps> a union. Well, sort of, but more serious, I guess. People have been going missing lately at gatherings. Uh, I found a seamstress friend, a friend named Paroma, uh, in a basement recently with no memory of the past fortnight. Uh, we've heard tellings of, of others going missing and, and never returning. <gasps> now this is certainly not petty nonsense. I know, I know. Uh, and, and, and at this point she pulls out a note that she s- says, I managed to s- steal this note from uh, Thur's house the other day before. At this point she pulls off one of her gloves and there's nothing under it. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> so Barden cut the hand off someone he's in league with? That's a... Well, I mean, I've got to, got to gain her trust, you see. How long has have you been employed by her? By her? Oh, I mean, we've been Three working days. our way in. <laughs> no, I've worked, worked away in uh, a while, my way in a while ago. I, I thought I'd be uh, be able to to sneak Jane into her place and, and get all the documents we need. But then, uh, well, then uh, the the came back, and I had to I had to act quickly. And uh, unfortunately, that's where my mind went. <laughs> uh, she's like, what? Yes, I mean it, it. Bloody hurt, but I, uh, I will get get you back one day. Uh. I was gonna say she shakes her hand at him, but she can't really. <laughs> she shakes the other one. <laughs> anyway, this this isn't important. I managed to get this, and she hands you a note which says, "At performance's peak, pass through curtains behind curtains behind curtains when you wish to meet." Well, I'll see if we can get ourselves backstage then. Well, listen, listen, we've got a bit of a plan. This here, she pulls out the po- the program that uh, Antonio saw them being, being revealed. He says, it's actually a scroll to sleep. We're going to uh, knock everyone out in the auditorium with it. Everyone? It's quite a feat. Yeah, yeah. No, we think there's in with some dangerous people. We think she might be uh, using this mediation with the finger quotes for the audience you can't see me yeah there's mediation between people we think she's doing something dodgy here we think she might be smuggling people out of here somehow what is it that the collector collects i mean she's she is a, a collector collector of, of curiosities but we think lately she might be uh she might be collecting some people and these are the ones you whose lives you wish to save not yeah of course <laughs> you don't think her life is in danger Sometimes we got to take matters into our own hands. Sure. We think she might be starting a plan to... We think she might be trafficking some innocence for profit. So, uh, I mean, if you've gone that far, you might as well... Uh... But surely... Barvin's like, oh, yeah, surely you uh, surely you knew all of this. You, I mean, you came to me out in front of the manor. I thought that's what you meant when you said she was in too deep. Yes, of course. Just playing along. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to keep an air of mystery, otherwise no one ever hires us. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I was unsure because you never, 
you never gave us me me the signal, so I thought it was best not to be obvious about it. But... Oh, it's okay. I will do it now. And he'll rub his hand <laughs> wrist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. What about Jeremy? Jeremy will also rub his wrist. <laughs> Look, we're gonna go uh, with our plan in the second act, but it sounds like whatever whatever Ver and whoever she's planning to meet is happening in the third act. That the performance is peak, I think that's what that means. Sure, but we could scope the location out beforehand to make sure we aren't surprised by anything. We could do, but also if we put everyone to sleep, it will be easier for us to get backstage. Are you certain your scroll is strong enough for that? Let me look at the spell sleep. Five foot burst. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's a higher level one, for sure. I think it's heightened to like fourth level at least. Yeah, but that doesn't increase the burst. Is it not? But what do we know of magic? Prick, my friend. Yes. You are familiar with theatres. I am. What does it mean to be through the curtains behind curtains behind curtains? That feels a little bit too esoteric to me. Dylan? Yeah? Could I do a recall knowledge about theatres with a performance? You do a performance. Yeah, yeah. No, you can do a performance. All right. Natural two? <laughs> God damn it. You're so bad at this. Re- <laughs> no, you really? No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That wasn't in that two. No. Um, okay. It was a one. <laughs> Your best guess is that there's lots of uh, lots of curtains in in theatres. You've got mm-hmm. the curtain that uh, separates the, the the audience from the yeah. stage. You've got the curtain at the back of the stage that separates the stage from the backstage area. Mm-hmm. I say lots of curtains. I think they're the only two. But we are looking for a third curtain. There's normally two pairs of curtains at the front of the of the theatre, so you can separate the stage stage into two sections. Mm. I think you'd know that there's a. Um, What's the word called? There's a word for it. The the um, the little bit behind. There's like a little corridor behind the stage where people can run from each side of the stage backstage. Oh. I don't know if that's called a gangway, an alley. Wow. It, it, it we'll call it a little corridor for backstage. Yeah. Um, I think on the on the wall behind that there is usually another curtain. Mm. Just so if the, the the curtain at the back of the stage is opened, it doesn't. You don't just see a blank wall. You see a, another curtain at the end, but. There's lots of curtains. You think you might be looking for the the third, the furthest back, probably. I think I know the place they speak of, but being a little versed in magic myself, I don't think that spell will put the entire audience to sleep. I'm just having a look because um, it could be a special sleep scroll. Sure. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking because I, I I feel like they wouldn't have written it into the adventure if it was not. Yeah, it's weird that it's just a five foot burst. I thought it would be a higher... I don't know. It's a, it's a special scroll. Let's just go with that for the sake of it. Sure. Oh, yeah, well, it, it's not just the usual scroll of sleep. We've had oh. it uh, specially, specially made for, okay. for this purpose. Yeah, we got... <laughs> we got we got a plot scroll. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just didn't want you to uh, be surprised when it wasn't as effective as you thought, but that's great. No, we've, uh, we've figured this out. <laughs> I think... You're just about hearing the the, audi- the the performance go into into act two. Okay, so the audience didn't come out into foy in the foyer as in the break. I think I think the intermission probably comes and goes on the for- the, the few of you just sort of sit in the in okay. the corner. Can I ask something about the map though? Yes. Because it looks like on the second floor in the box where we were, there is a door leading to some sort of office, and then oh. another door leading into. Uh, like a wardrobe, maybe. Well, this is that would be probably the, the hallway. Like this is a hallway where the, you can go into the boxes, and there's probably yeah. like a staff door at the end that goes backstage. 
Okay, so uh, do we think we could use that to sneak to where we need to go? I think we can squeeze Jeremy in there. Maybe. I mean, Jeremy is a... He's a chunky boy. He can squeeze, slowly. Yes. Probably knocks over some stuff on the way. Paintings off walls, vases off shelves. But maybe we should wait for Act 3. There is bound to be people backstage since, well, there is an event currently. I don't mind us. Just as, as like, I think I think you guys sit in the corner of the foyer as the intermission comes. People come out and get drinks. I don't think Ver makes her way out. Probably the, the person, the fancy person she's with, you see walk up to the bar and order like a, a probably a very expensive cocktail and head back. No, not even a cocktail. It'll be like whiskey, some sort of whiskey drink on the rocks. <laughs> Uh, well, well, just while you're chatting, uh, he's like, Barvan's like, uh, what, what do you, what do you all know of, uh, of Shadow Absalom? Bugger all. I think you'll, I think the existence of it is known by a few people. Like the Absalom on the Shadow Plane? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. The name is Shadow Absalom. <laughs> yeah, we uh, found in in those notes. We uh, found it. It seems like she's um, taking people from from here and sending them over to Shadow Absalom somehow for money. That's what we're here to stop. Really? She mm. didn't strike me as the type, but maybe. Well, I mean, when you spent your life collecting curiosities, I'm sure at some point you've collected them all and have to move on to something else, right? Yes, hobbies only lead to escalation. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys just play it cool and... Uh, I mean, do you guys want to run off anywhere and check on anything, or are you just happy to sort of wait this out a little bit? I mean, if that's what our plan is, then that's what we'll do. I feel, perhaps we can get ourselves set up in the area where we think they will be, so we don't have to try and sneak in. We can already be hidden. Yeah, mm. I agree with that. Particularly seeing as we're not very stealthy people, excepting one of us. But if we think Ver is gonna meet someone who can just stay with her... I can stay with her. Okay. Because I I appear unarmed. Ha ha ha. She knows we we were smuggling a weapon in, so she won't be alarmed if we're harmed anyway. Mm. I will I will return and I will keep up the facade. Yeah, they, well, the, the one thing is they will say this sleep spell is supposed to knock out fur as well. So if you are right next to her, you will probably possibly get caught in it. Oh, he can step out at the last, mo- you know, just before the crescendo. You know, perhaps there'll be a symbol like a wrist t- uh, thing or something okay. that he can use. I actually have something. Does it say in the program, an actual program, about what time the crescendo will be? No, I, I mean, I think the performance's peak is, they've assumed it's going to be the final act, like right at the end. Well, would I know with my knowledge of operas? Because I have another spell I want to cast on the three of us, Barden and the lady without the hand. What, what are you thinking? Synchronize. It lasts up to 24 hours, and it will blink okay. three times at the same time exactly for all five of us. Okay. So that we would know that now, basically. Interesting. Okay, so you could do that and... Um, and when it blinks, that's when we'll move. And, and it can blink just yeah. when the sleep's about to go off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I like this okay. plan. I mean, the crescendo would give it away anyway, I guess, but... Uh... Well, no, so they're, they're going to put people to sleep 
during the second act because they okay, think something well, might be happening in the third act. So then they will tell me when they are gonna do that, and then the yeah. the thing will blink, and then they do it. So so uh, you can step out of the box because I think the sleep spell it doesn't it doesn't pass through like walls. So if you're out of the box, you'll be fine. But I think they just want to basically put everyone in the main auditorium to sleep and and the boxes. Okay. <laughs> Plot, it's a plot, plot, plot scroll. Magical plot scroll. It's a plot spell. <laughs> yeah, I didn't look too much into how this uh, this scroll works. <laughs> I just assumed it worked as it was written here, but it probably doesn't. But oh well. Yes, look, we, we don't know if Ver's got any other people here helping us smuggle people away. So we thought, best course of action, just put everyone to sleep and then we can sort it out ourselves, yeah? Yeah, that works. So you're going to Ver, Niles. Everyone else is hanging around. I think uh, the audience all recongregates and the opera carries on. And despite the vigorous performance between the play's star-crossed lovers, you do see some audience members start to yawn and get slightly tired. <laughs> Aww. And I think Jane steps up and says uh, she's going to start reading, reading the scroll. She's going to go inside and... Uh, I'm assuming the sleep spell wouldn't affect the caster, right? Shouldn't, should it? <laughs> Probably not. That would be funny. The spell work exactly how <laughs> you want it hilarious. to work, Game Master. Yeah, it's a plot it's a spell. Plot she spell. so she can she can sneak in right at the end, back of the auditorium, cast it, and then just everyone else in the room will fall asleep hopefully. But but just before she does that, she will let you use your synchronized spell to sort of alert Niles in the box. Yeah, well, you have to set it set when it will go off, so I can't decide afterwards. But that's the signal. Oh well, you can just decide like ten minutes into the act. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Niall's head will step out. So it quickly blinks on your on your on your arm, and uh, and, and that gives her the signal to start casting the scroll. And uh, and you do watch as um, people just sort of fall fall asleep in the audience. Yeah. In fact, it probably makes the uh, the opera singers fall asleep as well. <laughs> right? Probably. probably. I don't I don't know what. Would be it hilarious. depends on what your spell's doing, Dylan. <laughs> I, it's, I just it's just a plot scroll of sleep right now. I think it would knock out most people in in the in the room, apart from you who have stepped out and uh, and Jade who is casting it probably wouldn't be here. If you were to go back in, you would see Ver and that very fancy man whose name I can't remember for the life of me. Fallen Ethan? asleep. Etar. Erat, I think. Erat. Erat. Yes. Oh, hmm, that's a name that sounds familiar. I would like to search both of them for anything suspicious. <laughs> God, you'd probably find a lot of, of of jewelry and riches on them. You do actually find, I think, on both. Or no, on on a rat, I think you'd find a little note. You see, it's labelled from from the. But she basically says, "Bring mercenaries with you. Tell them to abduct servants." cart them off to the opera's basement. Really? Yes. I'll bring that information to <laughs> the rest of, uh, of my team. Mm. Let's go then. Do we let the open hand know for discovery? I'm sure we will meet them en route. Maybe. I think everyone <laughs> at this point, everyone else is pretty much asleep in this building. It's just going to be, uh, I think, Kevil, the, the bar hand, James, the female, and, and Barvan, and, and you lot. Probably. Mm. I mean, people backstage might uh, still be awake because I don't think the spell might have reached that far. So maybe some there's probably someone who's in charge of like the the uh, the music, just being like, why are the singers falling asleep? Why is everyone what's going? Why is everyone asleep? <laughs> just the conductor's the last person left. <laughs> <laughs> just conducting. To... Oh, that's great. Sleep conducting on the scene. Yeah. <laughs> <Barman's> <laughs> like, oh, all right, you guys. I think you guys have a look. See if you can figure out where these uh, 
where where they were uh, where these curtains behind curtains is. Um, see if you can figure out what's what's going on. We're gonna uh, see if we can find any of these notes on uh, what's her name, the other the other proxy who's here as well, Me- Mechner. Very well. This sounds like a sound plan. And with that, Sir Niles' head holds out his hand, and his hammer appears in it. <gasps> what? Uh, what? <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> Do you have that one archetype? Oh my god. He has the call implement. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's on the same plane of existence and within oh god, one that's mile. Amazing. That's incredible. Oh, I love it. That's so good. Holy shit. Let us be off. I'm glad you didn't do that earlier when I was uh, scaring you. It, I wasn't try I wasn't scared at all. <laughs> it's just like you're unarmed, and I was like, I'm not. <laughs> it just doesn't know I'm it. Definitely not. I just, I don't know it. Yes, no, that is, uh, that's very, very good. Amazing. I love it. Awesome. Uh, yes, where are you going? To the set of basement. Yeah, to backstage would be the best way to get there, I think. It'll probably yeah. be like a trap door in the stage, maybe? Maybe. The curtain behind the curtain behind the curtain. Well, when we entered the building, did we see a door that will lead to the basement? Or when I went for my weapon and used the stairway behind the bar? I think I think if you um, make your way back to... I mean, now everyone's asleep, you can probably very easily make your way backstage. <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll do. Bring and the action, also, Dylan. Also, bring it! Uh, I will move with my rapier out, because there was talk of mercenaries in the note. Mm-hmm. They might still be in the basement. How tall are the ceilings in here? Pretty, pretty. It's a very large opera opera house. The note was essentially from the saying that uh, to, to Eret, the, the fancy representative guy, to yeah, yeah, bring mercenaries to help abduct people, cart them off to a rendezvous point in the basement. That was it, basically. Doesn't tell us if the guard are staying there to protect the the victims. No. I, I think if you make your way backstage behind the curtains, there is probably b- backstage going to be a way to get down into into the basement. Perfect. I, d- I don't can't see one on the map, but there's going to be. Yep. <laughs> Maybe at the Charge. end of the, the corridors. Yes. I was asking about the ceiling height, because so if it's sufficient, Sir Niall's head will be riding Jeremy. Oh, that's very fun. As you um get to the back, or where, how are you getting? I guess you're going back through the the door near yeah. the booth going back through probably through the outfit room here with all the costumes for the the opera singers and everyone on stage uh, hanging up uh, and you can probably make your way actually actually out onto the stage itself and through the curtain at the back there I mean as you make your way backstage now you see see something that looks slightly odd all the shadows backstage seem to be sort of unnaturally long longer than they should be may I roll perception to see if there's more than just Long, like something hiding in them. You can roll uh, any of the magic skills, I would say. Okay. Oh, damn. That's a good. No, I mean, oh, nothing at all. That's a secret <laughs> roll. I, I can't. I can't help reacting to good rolls. Sorry. Niles, you, you. I think you know what this is. You, you walk through the the curtain that conceals the the backstage corridor to the stage, and then on the east wall, running on the other side of the corridor, there is a, probably a, just a spare curtain, but. It seems odd. It seems it, it's fluttering slightly. It's shimmering and moving, even though there's like definitely no wind in here. And I think with your magic check, you just sort of inspect it, and you're like, "Huh, this this curtain leads somewhere." We have a passage to the other world. <gasps> We're off to Narnia. Antonio, do you wish to go ahead and scout out, or shall we charge in drastically? I do not mind scouting out. I can be very discreet. Are you are you going going yes. in? 
do you want this tentacle or is it not necessary? I don't think it's going to be very necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think you push your way through the curtains, and it's almost like like you're. It's almost like Narnia, where you keep going, even though you know there should be a wall behind it. But you just sort of keep going through this really thick curtain, and I think eventually you come out in. Is this? Is it just just you going? Yeah, I'm going scouting ahead. Okay, I, I think maybe just before you come out the other side of the curtains, if you want to roll stealth, actually, I I can make it work. <laughs> I will make it the blind gym roll. Well, I'm gonna roll. You just before you feel like the curtains are about to bring you out to the other side. Quickly, you stop because you hear someone saying something like, "Oh, oh, where, where, where is she? She there should be bringing us the, the merchandise any any minute now." Sort of from somewhere in front of you. I will go back and okay. warn the others that there's someone on the other side waiting for her. Do you think we could trick them and say that we are her? We are replacing her for this element of things. Maybe. I can be very convincing. I mean, we can all be very convincing, but do you think it's a good idea? Yes. I'll just stay silent. <laughs> I'm waiting for Antonio's answer. If it works, it's good. If it doesn't work, it's bad. Hmm. You like to sit on the fence, don't you? <laughs> I tend to sit on the roof more. Precisely has a, uh, given us enough positive affirmer. Let's try and take Ver's place so that we can get our way through with as little difficulty as possible. Okay. Do we let the open hand know about this? No. Okay. Let's, let's go in. Let's go in. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Amazing. You are all, you all sort of push your way back through these, these sort of fluttering curtains. It keeps going. You're just pushing aside cloth and more cloth and uh, the cloth sort of starts fading away as you go through. And, and yes, just before you um, emerge on the other side, you do hear the sound of someone. He sounds very impatient. Do you keep going? Yes. Yeah. We do. Amazing. Do you emerge on the stage of the full bloom opera house, but it's it's not the the, the one you remember. Everything's sort of uh, less illuminated. There's uh, weird sort of specks of, of shadows all around. Uh, weird sort of wisps in the air. And, and waiting on the stage, you see a a, a woman who's wearing like a, a very shadowy mask, a dark cloak that's flecked with with starlight. I'm assuming you're not all stealthing. Oh, we're just no. approaching as if like we just walked out. We're supposed to be there. Yeah. And although she speaks in, in, in nothing louder than a whisper, her voice does echo out, Where is Verziz? Don't, don't tell me you're sent to tell me she's not planning to hand over the merchandise, or, or perhaps, and she grins, revealing rows of, of slightly too sharp teeth, perhaps you are, are the merchandise. No, no, of course not. We're not valuable enough for you. Ver has some trouble right now, so it might take some more time. Just to make sure there nothing bad happen and he can continue working on this. Can we now recall knowledge on what this creature may be? Well, <laughs> sorry, that's... <laughs> She's just like... <laughs> Tuts at you and says, oh, You're here to... No, is the trouble you're talking about perhaps the, the lot of you? No... It's another one. Yes! No, no, no. <laughs> Have you heard of the open hand? The helping hand. It's the helping hand? Whoops. I've been calling him the open hand all the time. It's the helping hand, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, your deception check, she's, I think she sees through quite quickly. Uh, and says, oh, well, if you are perhaps what's slowing her down, then uh, I'll have to, to deal with you. And uh, she almost like 
steps back into into a shadow oh, and no. um, and sort of just starts sort, sort of vanishes into into shadow so that you're on the Uh-oh. empty stage as she sort of disappears you see you hear a little bit of rummaging from above you right in the the, the rafters and the where the, the the curtain pulleys are right above the stage and and sort of climbing down some of the ropes you see seven not seven where was my number from five <laughs> sort of humanoids but with really really bright pale skin and these flowing black cloaks I think anyone versed in society knows that these are fetchlings okay oh. It would help me if I activated the map. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting and, and no one saw it. Opera house, but spookums. <laughs> Ooh. Did, did you just put a filter on it? <laughs> yeah. And some spooky, wispy shadows. You see a lot of a lot of people climbing down from uh, the state, the top of the stage, as uh, this sort of lady has stepped into shadow, and uh, you are you are bearing down on uh, on five fletchlings, uh, each sort of. Wearing dark robes, wearing masks uh, made of twisting shadows, and they they drop down in front of you. And I think uh, I think I think you're in for a little bit of a fight. But I think we might want to probably save this for another time. Ah, I don't use the 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 strength of thousands catchphrase here. Uh, but today's today's case file is over, let's say. Well, not <laughs> and, uh, over, we'll get but to this. suspended at least. The investigation continues. The investigation continues <laughs> yes. next time. Yes. And funnily enough, I think this is pretty, pretty fucking similar to the, the clone invasion. <laughs> the intergalactic clone invasion <laughs> you were talking about at the start of the episode. <laughs> you can see the black and white map and the uh, these fetchlings that have just appeared. Uh, <laughs> it's almost yeah. like we're in space. We'll have to see what happens next time. Thanks so much for uh, for listening and we'll see you for more Spookums next time. Bye. Ciao, folks. Bye. Bye. Bye.